Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Now, in today's episode, this is going to be a new format because you might have heard that I am doing a year-long experiment called My Year of Better, where every week or two, I'm going to be trying out a new strategy that will improve my life in some way. It might make me happier, more creative, more productive, less stressed, more resilient, and so on. So, Every week or two, I'm going to be sharing with you the experiment that I'm running. And if you would like to play along at home, you can sign up. It's completely free. Just go to myyearofbetter.com. So experiment number one, as some context, I used to be a big warrior. I would worry about big things and I would worry about little things. And most of the time, none of these things ever came to fruition. During my 20s and 30s, I tried a lot of different strategies to reduce my worrying. I tried meditation. I tried repeating mantras. I blocked out worrying thoughts when they came to mind, but nothing really worked. So I continued life as a warrior. But then a couple of years ago, I was sitting in the kitchen of a close girlfriend's house while we chatted over a cup of tea. She told me about some stressful events that were going on at her high-pressure corporate job, combined with parenting worries and an overflowing to-do list. And naturally, I empathized with her, just imagining how hard that all must be. And then she said to me, I wish I could be more like you. You run a business, you're a mum, you've got so many projects on the go, yet nothing ever seems to faze you. You always seem so calm. Now, while I took this as the compliment that it was intended to be, it also took me completely by surprise because being a calm person was simply not part of my self-identity. I identified as being a warrior, given I had dedicated several decades of my life to doing so. And as I lay in bed that night, I began to reflect on how this friend saw me and I started to realize that something had shifted. I didn't spend as much time sweating the small stuff. And most of the time I was able to keep the big stuff in perspective. So somehow, somewhere along the line, I'd actually become a calm person. But then 2019 happened. So if you listen to last week, you will know that the year started uneventfully enough. I was a CEO of Inventium. I was married to a man who'd been my partner for 13 years and I was the mother of a divine little almost five-year-old girl, Frankie. But by the end of the year, I'd separated from my husband. I was a single working mum. I was about to move to a new home in a new suburb. And also prior to the move, my ex and I had decided to bird's nest where our daughter spends 100% of her time in the family home and my ex and I sub in and out until I found a new home to live in. So this resulted in not spending more than four nights in a row in the same bed for five months. And by the end of the year, my psychologist described me as having diminished capacity, which I can tell you felt like quite the understatement. So in light of the last six months, and perhaps rather unsurprisingly, my stress levels began to rise. And so for the very first experiment of my year of better, we are going to focus on reducing stress. So here 
is the plan if you are going to play along at home. So first, create a new note page on your phone, like in Evernote or even in a notebook and create, or if you use to-do list software, it might be easier to create a new list if you do that. So title this page or list worries. Second, I want you to block out 30 minutes every single day at the same time in the same location and label this block of time worry time. So make sure your worry time is scheduled for at least three hours prior to bedtime. And I should add, if you don't feel like you can dedicate 30 minutes per day to worrying or simply get bored during this time, feel free to make it shorter. I've only suggested 30 minutes to provide a true replication of the research behind this. Now, for the next week, whenever you find yourself worrying about something, write it on your list or your note page. So tell yourself that you'll dedicate time to worrying about it later during your worry time and then stop thinking about it. Now, when your worry time comes around, go to your list and start to worry. Really go to town. Catastrophize. Imagine the worst case scenarios. And then you might also want to use this time to problem solve. So you can think constructively about how to overcome the stresses that are occupying your mind. And then when your time is up, stop thinking about your worries and get back to whatever you were doing before. And then repeat daily for the next seven days. Now, while this strategy might seem counterintuitive, it comes from the School of Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. The strategy is not actually called worry time. It's called stimulus control, slightly more dull name, I think. And in research conducted by Sarah Kate McGowan from the University of Illinois and Associate Professor Evelyn Behar, they found that 30 minutes per day of stimulus control or worry time, as I like to call it, reduced stress levels significantly over a two week period. So I should add, if you really want to replicate this experiment properly, continue scheduling your worry time for two weeks, not one. One explanation as to why this technique has been shown to work effectively is due to what is called increased stimulus specificity. For warriors who indiscriminately worry about things throughout the day, which, let's face it, is a lot of us, many things can act as triggers. Certain environments, people, images, words, anything really can trigger stressful thoughts. But when we confine our worrying to a specific time of day, location and length of time, we start to narrow our triggers. So essentially, your scheduled worry time and location become the stimulus you associate with stress. Now, if you are playing along at home, like all good experiments, I am setting a baseline. Sorry, if you're listening to this, I'd love it if you could take 30 seconds to complete the survey link that will be in the show notes and uh, I will be able to report back on how effective this strategy was in a later episode. Um, As I mentioned, though, if you want to do this properly and be part of My Year of Better, just go to myyearofbetter.com and you can sign up and receive updates and news on all of the experiments. And if you have any questions or comments or want to share your experiences, again, go to myyearofbetter.com or send me an email. Uh, My email address is always in the show notes. I would love to hear how you're going. So that is it for today's episode. Uh, I look forward to having you play along in my year of better and uh, hearing how it all goes for you. And if you're enjoying how I work 
why not tell other people about it? Because that is one of the ways that How I Work has continued to grow and grow over its 18-month lifespan so far. That's it for today, and I'll see you next time.